Biden has embarrassing press conference. Secretary Mayorkas is impeached. Fannie Willis admits to campaign fraud. And President Trump is given the corporate death penalty. All that and more on today's episode of Contemporary Insanity. The views expressed in this episode do not represent the opinions or values of Kentucky Wesleyan College. Please don't sue us. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Braden Jennings. And I'm John Payment. And welcome back to this week's episode of Contemporary Insanity, a show that highlights and discusses the realm of American politics and interviews guests on the origins of their own political beliefs. All right, hello and welcome back. Today we have two guests, um, one of them being the infamous Dylan Johnson, and we have a special guest today, Evan. Um, Evan, would you like to introduce yourself? Yep, uh, my name is Evan Barrett. Um, I'm currently a freshman here at KWC. And I'm happy to be here. Well, welcome, Evan. Yeah! (laughs) You know, Dylan, it's always good to see you. How are you doing? Good, ever since I've seen you roll up in here with your new haircut. (sighs) Yeah, I did get a haircut. He's got a fascist haircut now. I don't have a fascist (laughs) haircut. (laughs) Is that funny? You know what your haircut looks like? You look like a divorced mother who has lost custody to her children because she's on heroin. That's what you look like. Okay. Dylan, where are you talking? going for, so. <laughs> you smell like Michael McComas. Hey, all right. All right. We all might right. have to cut that out. What are, we, what are we here to talk about today, boys? Okay. First story is Joe Biden's press conference last Friday. Uh, did y'all watch it? Yes. Yeah, so it was the same day as the Putin interview. So. It was the same day as the Putin day interview. Biden had a lot of guests during the interview. Uh, what is this interview about, man? I can't. There's a million press conferences every day. Biden has done the least amount of press conferences of any president ever. What, what's what, what's the topic of the press conference? He's just having a press conference. He's sitting there answering questions. It had to questions. do with the uh, mishandling he, of classified docs. He was, um, yeah, he was addressing he was, oh, national yeah, security concerns. That. I did see that. Wow. They said he was a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. So he was kind of responding to that. And in this response, he made multiple gaffes. Which is kind of hilarious. Um, My favorite one is I am the president of red states and green states. The Green Party has. <laughs> Did you see where he mixed up Mexico and Mexico uh, and Egypt? Egypt. He said yes. President uh, CC of Mexico. He was negotiating with him to open up the border with Gaza. He also did you see where the White House? Um, what's her title? Press secretary. Uh, yes, he's, he's Kareem Jean-Pierre. Yeah, she said that he was going to uh, deny the cognitive test, even though every test, I mean, every president before him has taken this test. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of concerning. I don't know. What, Dylan, what do you think? Do you think Biden's uh, cognitive, do you think he's having cognitive <laughs> decline? You know what I think's concerning, Braden? I think what is concerning you is— better not bring up Trump right now. Uh, well, I think it's kind of concerning the fact that you guys are just also overlooking Trump's, uh, you know, his mental mishaps. Okay, okay. Trump's uh, mental mishaps are far le- far smaller and less frequent than Biden's. Are, when are, Biden are talks, it sounds—yes, when Biden talks, he sounds like an elderly man. For the most part, when Trump talks, he sounds like an angry middle-aged man. All right, so let's just go through They're the list, both old. John, you know? Biden is clearly senile. Trump is not. Yeah. Oh. Wow, I think it's kind of crazy that you guys think that. So, you know, let's let's go ahead and go through the list because I knew, I knew you guys would bring this up. So I had to do my homework and uh, – You did homework for once? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I did do homework for once, Brayden. That's impressive. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Probably done more homework than you in your entire life. Didn't you fail math last semester? Didn't uh, you just get a, a shit haircut? <laughs> All right, what's your right, homework? What, what do you have? Anyways, uh, well, let's start with uh, the James Webb Telescope, which was launched underneath Donald Trump. But he can't even—the name James Webb doesn't ring a bell to him, apparently. Okay, what does uh, bad gaff care mean? What? Joe Biden said he was going to increase bad bath care. What is bad about? Hold on, care? hold on. I'm not even done with my list, sir. No, no, no. You said he can't no. say the word James Webb. Hold on, Joe hold on, Biden invents words. By the way, Trump, as a candidate, has far more public appearances now than Biden does as president. So I think that also is a factor. How many wives has Donald Trump had? Does that matter for <laughs> Oh, being it does president? matter. Yes, it does matter. <laughs> I don't, How many wives has he had? His wife, okay, his current, I know what you're going to say. His current wife is a Playboy model. 
That's not at all what I was going to say. Who cares? I was going to say the fact that he can't even recall what years he was married to Marla Maples, and this is all on video, and you can look it up. Well, because he's been well, you just proved your own point. He's been married a lot, so yeah, anybody. He's been married would. two or three times. You this just, is just trivial stuff. Yeah, this. Biden Joe Biden can't remember when his a, son died. You would think you'd be able to Egypt know Egypt and Mexico. You, you would think you would think you'd, uh, you'd how do you mistake Egypt and Mexico? There's a clear it is uh, it is obvious. Well, that one is fair because he was talking about borders, but not knowing right, when his son died, which Gaza. is one of the most traumatic things that can happen to a person, is kind of messed yeah, up. Yeah. And his, how, in, his inventing words. How can Donald Trump not know who Victor Orban is? Do you guys know Victor Orban? Do you know who that is? Yes. Okay. So apparently, Trump thinks he's the leader of Turkey. Okay, Orban and Erdogan sound similar. Oh my God, y'all are coming up with an excuse for every little thing that he that he has a mishap on. No, I have mixed up Orban and Erdogan before. You're just being disingenuous that you think that yeah. Biden's mishaps are even comparable to Trump's. I mean, I'm not saying that tr- that Biden doesn't have any mishaps. What I'm saying is, I think that you know these are two Trumps are, are not as bad this year. So you should also be fair and call out Trump's. Biden's mishaps. are far what, more common. What is Trinidad Shabata pressure? What? That is another word that Biden has come up with. Jonathan, or this is a silly argument. Or John, sorry, not Jonathan. John. Uh, okay, let's see. Let's see what excuse you guys come up for this. Donald Trump. Donald Trump can't even recall. <laughs> he can't even recall <laughs> endorsing Senator James Lakeford. He, How many people has Trump endorsed, endorsed? So many people. Well, well, he went on a uh, yeah. A lot of them losers. This by the way, just a silly. Okay, and. You're saying he can't remember here. endorsing one person. How many Donald senators Trump are there? How many people has he endorsed? Donald Trump a written statement endorsing this guy, and then he goes on the TV and claims he's never endorsed the guy before. Okay, did Trump think, actually? Okay, let's okay. let's think about oh, how yes. this works. Oh, did yes. Trump actually oh, yes. write it, or did a staffer write it and Trump put his name on it? It is directly from real Donald Trump. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> real that. Real Donald J. Trump. You don't know that. Here, listen. I okay. do know that. I did my research. So, I got so, four so, papers so right here. Is it from his website or his Twitter? It is from realdonaldjtrump.com. So it's from his website. It's from Trump's Which website. Which is he? Yeah. He's so, not typing so is that. He, is he the one typing it? It is or a is statement from else? his presidential campaign. It says statement from the 45th president at the bottom. Oh, yeah, Dylan. but he's not Dylan. writing that. <laughs> How is he going to endorse somebody and not remember on TV? How many Why did he refuse he a cognitive test? Why did he refuse a cognitive test? Uh, Donald Trump or Joe Biden? Joe Biden. Joe Biden. You, you, you shouldn't see that. Uh, Joe Biden. He uh, he denied a cognitive test. Wow. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not it's seeing that. maybe because he's showing folks. cognitive decline. So is Donald Trump though. So is Donald okay, Trump. Okay, we get. Okay, but Donald Trump's is less rapid and less severe than Joe Biden's. No, actually, there's no, polls it, that you can look up that show John. First of all, there's okay, polls. Polls can, aren't real. Okay. <laughs> oh well, a lot of your facts are based off of what are, are kind of just based upon. No, no look. stuff you hear out of a poll every month. Okay, even no, if, if both are showing. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on. Even if both are showing cognitive decline, which there's evidence that both are, but both are Biden, showing Biden is showing more. Oh yeah, it'd be it would be ignorant to say that they are both showing an equal amount of cognitive decline. Biden What's, is obviously showing. There's so much evidence that shows that he is showing more cognitive cl- decline than Trump. Okay. Uh, However, so that a, recent, a bigger issue. A recent NBC News poll shows 76% of voters, 76% are concerned about Biden's age. Okay, and that obviously reflects all those gaps that we're talking about. Okay. The only the only concerns from voters about Trump is, are have to do with his legal challenges. Okay, it's just it's just disingenuous to say that Biden and Trump are on the same um, scale when it comes to their mental fitness. Right, and you're backing that up behind. Uh, you I mean, know, just just age. just listen to him talk. Just he no. he does not know what is going on. It's very clear. I think for all three of you to sit here and say that Joe Biden is far more senile than Trump when. What was that that you just read at the beginning of that article? Proved one of my points. Joe, something about how Joe Biden was the oldest president in U.S. history. But who was the oldest president in U.S. history before Joe Biden? Yeah, it was Trump. Are both old. Okay, These so people have literally set the records for the oldest age. president. And I don't like either of the candidates. Yeah, I, don't want, I wanted Vivek, who would have been the youngest president. Uh, you're a moron for wanting Vivek, first of all, but that's an entirely <laughs> different conversation. Okay, why, what's your opinion on Vivek? Why don't you like I don't, Vivek? We're, we're talking about Donald Trump and his cognitive, his, his, uh, his mental, uh, his mental uh, 
Mental lapses. I think you're showing cognitive decline. Anyways. I'm showing cognitive decline. I've literally sat here. You know what? I think Dr. Schmidt would agree with me. Okay, how many words have you messed up since you've been in here? You guys literally sat here attacking freaking Joe Biden, and now whenever I bring something up about Donald Trump to play this fair 50-50, you guys are sitting here saying, well, since you've been in here, Donald Trump is not— Trump is probably John's old about to have a stroke man. over here. No, tr- <laughs> no, he is. He looks like it. No, okay. Trump is dude. old and is probably having memory lapses. They are not as severe as Joe Biden's. Oh my God! They're no, as no, often. They're as often. They are not as he has more appearances and they happen less time less times when he's on camera. Biden, he doesn't only forget things; he slurs his words. He has trouble talking. And Donald Trump at these rallies, he not only is he slurring, but he's sweating profusely. He's overweight. Sweat. He's fat. He's but overweight. But it, it looks like he's... He's in a room that's hot. Oh, he's dripping sweat off his face, man. Is he in a room that's hot? Okay, they're, been neither, of them, are, neither of them are the pictures cold. of health, okay? They're both unhealthy. They're old as shit. Their combined age is what? How, what's their combined age? Like 120. Almost 200 years old, Okay. No, nobody in this room. I don't know. You support Trump. Don't Give me you? the fat, hearty man over the frail Biden. Any day of the week. Give I'll... me Stephen Hawking, <laughs> his ashes over Joe Biden, Whoa. or I mean over Donald Trump any day of the week. So you'd rather have a dead man in office than someone who t- tweets mean things sometimes? I would rather not have a criminal in office. Mm-hmm. So this is what it all stems back to. So, tr- is, so Trump is a criminal? No. Has Trump been convicted of any criminal offenses? Look, let me just say, man. What about Hunter Biden? No, no. What stop. about ha, Hunter ha, Biden? Ha, so you said you don't want a criminal in office. Has Trump get, been convicted of any criminal offenses? Uh, well, other than the fact that he is a civilly liable rapist, no, he hasn't been convicted on any criminal counts. <laughs> but he is that. You're referring to the E.J. So, so he is civilly liable for something that happened over 30 years ago that there is no evidence of. Did you see her appearance on Anderson Cooper? Uh, Sorry uh, about E. Jean Carroll, by no, the way. No, I didn't see that. That, that sounds funny. Okay. She oh. said rape was sexy. She yeah. was bragging. Okay. She went on Maddow after the after the um, verdict, by the way, and she was just like bragging how she's going to go on a shopping spree with the money with Maddow. She was joking about it, just like yeah. all giddy about the Here's result. a big issue. So, you know, Dylan, your, your politics are so interesting. My politics are interesting. You don't even know what my views are. You just sit here and criticize me because I criticize you for not giving Joe Biden an equal playing field with Donald Trump. I don't think you have real views here. Listen, where do you where do you stand? Where Ethan, you know, let's make this more civil because it's, it's kind of getting... Evan, Evan. <laughs> it's getting chaotic. You want to know where Listen, I stand? I stand with all the ladies watching this podcast right now. No women KWC. are watching this podcast. Probably not, but... <laughs> I stand with all the ladies who would sit here and say that uh, you should be able to uh, remember the years that you were married to your significant other. I think John, can we move on? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. our next, what ne- is the next topic? The next story is Senator May or sec- why can I say secretary? Secretary Mayorkas being impeached. This so is the, Secretary uh, Mayorkas is the uh, Homeland Security Secretary. Under Biden. They've tried to impeach him multiple times. They tried once, and they failed because Scalise was in cancer treatment, and then they tried again, and the vote passed. So now it goes on to the Senate for hearings if they choose to do it, but most likely Chuck Schumer will just say, we aren't going to hear this. The last so time, what's the purpose of us talking about it? Because I already know that. Because Well, it is, it is kind of significant. I mean, the last time a cabinet member was impeached was over 150 years ago. Um, although, I mean, you are right. Like, this is going to amount to nothing. Yeah, Chuck Schumer's not going to have it. What about the border? What? Yeah, th- this is about the border. So, you guys agree that this is kind of a stupid impeachment? Well, I mean, it's I, mean, def- yeah, I agree it's with true. it, it's but it's all not going to amount to anything. It's very unlikely that this would have happened in the first place. Not had we not had the, the political divide that we have right now. What Maybe. what political divide? I don't know. As you were saying, John, what? Let me tell you all a story. That went out, that went clear over y'all's heads. Let me tell you all a story. So there's currently a place in California, deep in the desert of California, on the Mexico-California border, where there's a hole. Now, there this hole has, is about four foot tall, maybe, I don't know, two, three feet wide. In this hole, there are thousands 
upon thousands of immigrants, illegal immigrants, coming through this hole every single day. And it's not people from Mexico. It's people from South America, Central America, the Middle East, China. And what is our government doing about it? They are doing nothing. And you know where these people are staying? On Americans' property. They're just setting up camp. They're in airports. They're in airports. They're in airports. They're in these sanctuary cities. They're in hotels. We, and guess who's paying for them? schools to put these people in. And guess who's paying for them, Dylan? Who is paying for them, Brett? Those tax dollars. Well, you don't. You probably don't really pay taxes, but I've your parents' more jobs, tax dollars. Hold on, I've taken two years off before I came here. First of all, I've had more jobs than anybody million, in this room. Eight million illegal I, crossings in three years. Anyways, okay, but you. This is a economic migration. Our government does not want to resolve this issue. You know why? Because guess who are the friends of these senators and legislators? The big corps, the CEOs. The CEOs labor. of construction companies, they like paying these, you know, immigrants $6 an hour. They don't want to resolve this issue. So, I don't know. What should we do? Should we go down there with our guns? No, no we no. can't. <laughs> no, we can't. I'm not advocating no. for that. I'm not no. advocating for that. I'm not advocating for that. But Do the, not listen to Trump. Do not go down on the border with your gun. The people, the people that have been trying to protect their <laughs> own property. Funny, John? Yes, because Trump came out and said, everyone with a gun should go down to the border step, the illegal crossings. No, we should not stupid. do that. We should not do that. Don't do that. But <laughs> the government, so there was, so this is what I'm referencing, this hole that's in this border in California. I can't, I don't know the exact location of it. I know it's in California. The, but one, in, the one in Mexico or the one in California. Is. So the guy, so, all right. So the guy who owns the property that the hole is on, okay, it, on the border he tried, so there was, a, I guess, a group of guys that looked shady that were that were bothering, I don't know, they were bothering something on his property. People have just been setting up camps, throwing away their garbage on his land. It's ridiculous. But this guy brought out his gun to try and protect himself and protect his property. And um, the border uh, patrol and border security just took his gun. So he can't even protect himself on his own property where these people are coming. I don't know. Have you all heard the uh, hypothesis that... Um, these people are coming, and our government's going to trade their citizenship for military service. Have y'all heard of this? I have heard that theory. I think that theory is stupid. You think it's stupid? Yes. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I don't. Not necessarily saying it's true, but that is. I mean, the issue of immigration has gotten so bad. I mean, you have Democrat mayors coming out and saying it's going to wreck the city. Uh, that, was, that was a New York City mayor, and it's it's just gotten to the point where it's just not sustainable. Um, I think it's a bipartisan issue. Our just government just they're just not doing. Anything I mean, everybody about it. recognizes it's a problem. Um, you have, I mean, most of them are abusing the asylum process. What happens is they come here, they say that they're seeking political asylum, and now you have the catch and release policy. So they get they get a, a trial date, and I think like you mentioned in the last podcast, John, that like twenty percent of them don't even show up to the trial date. Yeah. Um, well, the, our system is also broken because people. So when you cross the border, you're supposed to download this app, and this app is to schedule a meeting with a immigration, um, I guess liaison, or I don't know if they have. I don't know if it's attorneys. It's a but, lawyer, yeah. It's yeah. a lawyer, and then you go to a judge. But there's like a, like people can't get in to meet with a attorney for months, years. So people, is it is it years at yeah. this point? I think the average is five years. I saw somebody said it was like eight months, but um, yeah. So I mean, once you come here, and the thing is, is that you know these Chinese immigrants, their country's not going to take them back once they've left. So. Now they're just are there stuck a lot of, here. I mean, it's mostly I thought like Mexico. There are there's a majority are not from Mexico. The Mexico is a plurality, but they do not have a majority of people crossing. Yeah. Uh, wow. Dylan, what are your thoughts on? Yeah, what are your thoughts on immigration? Uh, I'm probably seventy five percent certain that if I looked up what you just said right now, it's probably not true. <laughs> Maybe I think there might be a possibility that it might be true. Might be true. Um, I think it's funny uh, how, or well, not funny, but uh, it's, uh, it's. I thought you guys were going to be blaming the libs over the over the uh, the, the border situation, I specifically mean, Joe Biden. But I mean, yeah, you can see it the in Trump the numbers. <laughs> you can see it as soon as he became president, the numbers spiked, and they haven't come down; they've gone up. Hmm. Really? Got rid of uh, Remain in Mexico. Feel like we've talked. Me and you have talked uh, about that on the podcast. The before. fact of the matter is, John, is that you guys have to quit with this false assertion that the border is entirely open because of Joe Biden. 
None of us. Okay, okay, who is opening the border then? Who's whose fault is it? I wouldn't say the border is open. It's open uh, in the sense that they're just they're almost able to a abuse million the people have come it's, in. It's and so yeah, the system is abused. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not discriminating. How do you there, account saying, for eight million illegal crossings in such a short amount of time? A million in 2024 alone. How far are we into 2024? Such an insane number. <sighs> I think the fact of the matter is, John and Ethan. Two months. Wait, in two months we've had over a million people come. Almost a million. Jesus Christ. Nine hundred eighty thousand. Uh, the fact of the matter is, man, is that, uh, you know, policy really hasn't changed between Joe Biden and Donald Trump on the border. Which is so incorrect. policy isn't going That's to true. change. That's it's true. Look executive. It it's policy isn't the issue. Executive doing their job is the issue. The problem is enforcing the existing law. Right now, Biden is not enforcing the existing law. That is why Mayorkas so, was impeached. Sure, De facto, yes. the policy has changed. What'd you say? De facto, the policy is as absolutely like they're, they're just not acting on the like 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 John said. I mean, there are laws in place; they're just not being enforced. It's an unacted upon mandate. Did you just read that off the screen? No, um, I, I read something else entirely different. Look, man, look. Uh, the fact is, is that uh, policy hasn't changed. Um, yeah, yeah, we agree in fact, with you know, that. One, one major, I, I would say, one change that I guess you could account for is the fact that uh, you know Biden has allowed for more people to come in, in the sense that he's increased the capacity on housing uh, detention, uh, the the housing capacity at detention centers. Um, but I wouldn't say the border is just completely open. I mean, yeah, we got an issue. It's at an all-time high. Ah, uh, well. It's at an all-time high. They're busing people. Yes. Illegal immigration is at an all-time high? It is high? at an all-time high. They're busing people around the country. Hey, Braden, how about you look up the uh, the illegal immigration crossings during Donald Trump's term and during there, Joe there Biden's term? There was one spike, and then he instituted Remain in Mexico, and it went down by a lot. Is that true? Yes. The spike was in the okay. summer of 2019. I agree the border was, st was still not good under Trump. I mean, it really didn't get better until 2019 when he started actually, you know, the, the wall started getting constructed and it did start to go down. But um, Well, the wall didn't get fully constructed. I mean, the question isn't really about Trump versus Biden here, why although didn't it has gotten worse under Biden. Construction? It's just a matter of the border mm -hmm. is Tell me a why disaster. You think because Joe Biden stopped No, him. because Congress, once it changed to a Democrat Congress, they what? stopped funding. Yeah, for the wall? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah. If it had funding, it would have been built. It wasn't Trump's fault that it wasn't built. I'm not saying it's Trump's fault. I'm just saying that was one of his main campaign promises was to uh, to build the wall, to provide a health care plan that was better than... So you agree the wall Obamacare. should be built? Obamacare. Uh, I don't... I, mm, maybe. I don't know. I don't know about a wall. I know uh, Joe Biden is certainly doing things in order to uh, amp up border security. Like what? Uh, you know, the, um, he's actually, he is actually installing frequently. You can look this up. There is now new barrier systems being put in as well as motion detector systems. You These know what being, the Biden administration is also doing? They're also tearing down the barriers that Texas is putting up. Um, well, there is a video of there's a, a whole, there's, forklift there's, lifting up the barriers to let immigrants through. <laughs> that's another fiasco. Eight you know? million illegal crossings. So clearly, what they're doing is not working. I'm not saying that the border is, uh, you know, there's not entirely any problems down there, but I'm saying it's not. I don't think it's as bad as you guys think it is. Would you in agree, terms of, would in you terms agree of, with the New York City mayor that it's it will destroy the city? It's not taken care of. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people coming over the border. It was a Democrat, yes, by but the way. I don't think. I don't think we're just letting people come in. So what do you call it when someone shows up and then CBP I don't arrests think the them is... and then tells them to go into the country? What do you call it when well, yeah, they that's, put— Well, yeah, that's the—there's a whole process to it, John. You, of yeah, course that, they yeah, detain that's... them. They detain them and then let them go. It's catch and release. It doesn't work. Is catch and release still a thing? Yes. So yes. what's your opinion on Article 4? So yes. what's your opinion on Dylan? What's your opinion on Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution? I don't know. I don't know the Constitution well enough to, to give you an opinion on that. 
Wait, what did you say? Article what? Article, Article four, four, section, section four. four. Article four, section four. I don't know. I'm not. I'm an accountant major. I don't know. And you know what? You guys, hold on. You guys want to sit here and make all these constitutional-based argument? Well, actually, we haven't made any. Uh, that God, I should have said that in another. Well, since another, you don't know what it like is, I can tell you what it is. Article four, section four. I don't know what it is. How are you? I, gonna I'm going to tell you to what, know it what it is, Braden. What? It grants, what is it, Congress? No, it says that Congress is responsible <laughs> for protecting, for protecting against it, invasion. Yes. That's huh? what I was, well, was going to get to, but yes. Wait, what did you just say? Congress, it states that Congress must protect states from an invasion. So, oh. do you think, so, that, so do you think Congress has, has a right to protect Texas and California? In New Mexico and Arizona. Well, the question is, does Texas have a uh, – is Texas allowed to defend itself when Congress won't? I guess you could ask yourself, is Congress – or I guess you could ask yourself, uh, could Congress be partly responsible in uh, helping solve the border crisis? The laws already exist, so they don't need to do anything. The Fed – the uh, – what's it called? Fuck. What? <laughs> the executive just needs to enforce the law. I had a major brain fart. See? It's okay, John. It's all right. We all... Right. See, everybody makes mistakes. You know, I think... Right, you know, I, think I just don't on. make up words. Yeah, I think we should move on, man. Yeah. Actually, I want to bring up something. I don't want to yeah. catch y'all off guard, but since I'm working at the Kentucky State um, legislative... For this legislative branch, I thought it may be, be important to discuss state issues. Like you, what? You don't care about state issues? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> None of you all care about yeah, what, what's going government. on. What's going on in Kentucky that affects uh, us right now? Well, there's a DEI bill. It's going to ban oh. DEI at universities. Okay, good. That's going to pass. Driving probably. In yeah. Into so DEI um, right now we have a super. Republicans have a super majority, so everything that they want is going to happen. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's it's eighty ninety eight in the House, and it's I think there's only like eight or nine Democrats in the Senate. Out of thirty-eight, so yeah, like gov- the governor can't do anything. It's the legislature role- controls the state government at this point. But I don't know. There's a couple bills, and all the executive offices are Republicans too, right? Um, the executive offices, well, they're it's the cabinet, so they're appointed by the governor. There's elected. Uh, there's some. Yes, office. there are. There's some elected. I'm not sure what. Um, I'd say it's probably like half, but I don't want to guess. Okay. Our next story is Fanny Willis. Uh, did he, did any of y'all listen to her, uh, uh, what's it called, testimony? No, I didn't. Saw some clips. No, as I don't think any other American has the time to watch something like that. <laughs> a good point. So Fannie Willis is the person charging Trump in Georgia for the RICO case. And it came out a few months ago that she hired a man who she was having a relationship with. She paid him more than the other lawyers that she had working under her. And they went on extravagant vacations together. This came out because the man uh, had a divorce where all this came out. And so she was put on the stand to testify about it and... In her testimony, she said she didn't get any gifts because she paid him back in cash. She said she carried around thousands of dollars in cash. When asked where the cash came from, she said she took it out of her campaign funds. This is a person trying to prosecute Trump for a crime. Is Do you have any views on this, Dylan? You act like Trump's not a criminal. <laughs> I mean, he, he How is he a criminal? <laughs> Uh, what did you say, John? He, he never did that. He never hired someone he was sleeping with and then oh, paid I'm, them more I, than— Hold on. I never said I disagreed with anything you said. I think, yeah, that hearing he was— He paid off a— uh, Detrimental. Paid off a porn star, but that's different. This this is, is great for Trump because um, it, it can end up getting delayed until after the election, which is really um, great for him, especially this is the Georgia case that involves the uh, 2020 election. So, Still frightening for him because it's a state case. You're right. He can't pardon himself. If he gets elected, he could just basically say it uh, affects uh, his job. So he'd basically be over. Well, Donald Trump will not be the next president. 
Mark my words. What is do you the like? Do you bait? like RFK Jr. Dylan? February sixteenth. Mark my words. Donald Trump will not be the next president of twenty. You want to put money on it? Yeah, I'll put my, I will put money on it. How much? Um, I'll put a hundred dollars on it. I'm that confident. Shake hands right now. Right, hundred bucks. All right, it's official. We needed we need to do an episode the day like on election on day. Election day, yeah. I mean, we could probably get the room and chill in here and watch election results coming. Uh, do you think? And that is to be paid November eighth. If I win, that's two hundred. That's a hundred bucks you owe me. It is paid on inauguration day. Fine, fine. As an inauguration gift, and it has to be in a, in a letter with a sentence that explains why <laughs> I'm right. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, that would um, be awesome. Yeah, you know. I don't know. You guys are sitting here talking about all. Uh, well, I don't. Yeah, the, that Fonny Willis uh, hearing was pretty. Yeah, detrimental Did you say to Fonny uh, Willis. Fanny Willis, whatever her name is, Fonny. <laughs> Fonny Willis. <laughs> I don't know what the chick's name is. Fanny Willis. Heard Fanny it Willis. pronounced like three different time, three different ways. So I don't know. I'm just going with Fanny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next, since <laughs> we have nothing to say on that. Next story is Trump is ordered to pay nearly $355 million in his civil fraud trial. I don't want to talk about Trump anymore. Listen. I love talking about Trump. And I think this is if, important because it just you're, If you're All that right. confident that Trump will win in 2024, this, this is what we should be talking about then. Okay. It's all about I, Trump. Qu- I have a question for you, Dylan, Trump. on this uh, case. No, you guys always make it about the Democrats, but I have to sit here and— call you guys out on your hypocrisy of not calling Trump out for the same exact stuff. No. Do you think everyone that did this exact same thing should be What do you charged? mean, John? You said that last time. What does that mean? You're going to really sit here and claim that all these other businessmen are just inflating their net worths because they want to get favorable, favorable terms on loans. And this is just a common thing. No, John, you know what? You're sitting here admitting he's committing fraud, financial fraud. I love how this, by the way, I love how it started out as Trump is a Russian agent. He's colluded with Russia to steal the election. And now they're at the point where, oh, he inflated his numbers, which, by the way, everybody does. This does happen, especially in New York with business all the time. The banks were not hurt by this. He paid back all the loans in full. So no one is suing him. It is the government deciding to do stuff. So who's he paying? He's paying the government. What? He's not paying damages. There's no damages to pay. He didn't. You tell me, John, right now. You tell me what you think Donald Trump did. Because I don't know if, if we're in agreement on what this guy did. Maybe because you're in, you're uninformed and don't know the facts. But you tell me what you think Donald Trump did. He said that his properties were bigger than they were to inflate the prices to get better loan deals. And then when the loans came due, he paid them. Donald Trump lied about his profits to inflate his net worth to gain favorable business loans and terms. Did he terms pay the, did he loans. pay the loans in full? Did he what? Did he pay the loans? Is there Can any you do did, that to begin with? Yes. Is that not a major accounting like is I, I don't I don't get it. Is that like okay? Did, did if you were an accountant of a business, would you be like, "Holy shit, this guy's <laughs> yeah. criminal"? Yeah, okay, but did, <laughs> How was that not severe? Did, were the banks harmed by it? Yes. Then why didn't the banks sue him? They're suing him now. No, over they are. The New York him. government is on behalf of the banks. Yeah, but the banks didn't sue him because they weren't affected. Because <laughs> when they yes, all, they were affected. That's why they got the government to sue the. No representation they, of the they, banks. If the banks, the banks could have sued him them themselves. This is not day and night, John. This is no. The you. banks could have sued him themselves. Instead, the banks aren't aren't even a part of it. It's the government suing Trump. The government is once again. Yeah, the government is suing Trump on behalf of the banks, even though the banks did not seek to, him to be sued in the first place. Dylan, calm down. <laughs> Oh, I'm perfectly calm. Just the one going off right now. This is just yeah, an wow. a, this is an inane conversation. I, I mean, it's just it's just so. Um, this is just a trivial matter. We should be we should be discussing the the real issues, and we should allow a fair election, not interfered with. Was he in the last election not fair? 
Nope. They cheated. <laughs> what? Yeah. And they also, yeah. They suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story. Okay, first of all, the election the was election. not rigged. Literally, Donald Trump took it to court right after he lost the I election. Was, I Over said half they of the judges were ones he appointed, and they all said that there was no... Uh, did, did, I no, say, uh, did I say it was rigged? No fraud. You just sat here and said it was rigged. I said they cheated. Those are two different oh things. Oh, my God. They did things. John would know he, was at the, he stormed the Capitol. What's so the difference between rigged and, and cheated, John? Rigged is they actually went in and changed, like, voter numbers. Cheated is they did things that affected the election that were not strictly legal. Like what? Like they suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story. They changed the voting laws in places like uh, Pennsylvania and Minnesota. If you're going to go to that extent of the Hunter Biden laptop story, then I'm going to go to the extent of Donald Trump colluding with Russia to win in 2016. The Hunter, the Hunter Biden laptop story, if it was not suppressed, would have changed the election. You are the same person who thinks that Hunter Biden has this whole – oh, my god. It's on paper. It is on paper that he did these things. You can't deny that he did the things. I know it goes against our Constitution, but maybe we should have a mental quality exam for people to uh, be able to vote nowadays. I don't disagree. Maybe yeah. voting shouldn't be a right. Well, it should be a right. It should be a right. <laughs> okay. you know, hey, Dylan, no, voting Dylan, should not be a right. I'll we should have an anarcho-monarchy. I'm going to give Dylan this. I think Biden is actually a little bit charismatic. I think he's funny sometimes. Um, he's a little bit endearing. Like, you know, we, we were just talking about the uh, press conference he had. I mean, he roasted Peter Ducey pretty well. Um, so, you know what? I, 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 like, I don't like Biden or his policies, but, you know, I, I kind of see the appeal. I watched a I video. Don't, I don't like Biden. I watched a video of uh, after those three soldiers were killed in Jordan, he called one of the family members. I guess he, assuming he called all of them, but he, I saw a video where he called one of the, the mother and father of one of the one of the soldiers that was killed and yeah you You see i mean yeah he seemed he seemed like he had his mental capacities there on the phone call maybe you know what maybe he's just nervous when he's talking in front of a camera what do you think john he's been in government for like 50 years i'm just bullshitting with you yeah he's definitely like senile but still i mean (laughs) he has been in front of the camera thousands of times (laughs) he's not camera shy you know who we need in office? He was actually pretty articulate. You you go back and you watch his um, like from the seventies and eighties. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was, was kind of stupid, but yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, I mean, he was known as like a, a buffoon or whatever. Um, he was quite handsome. You ever see those photos of him like way back then? <laughs> but yeah, quite a handsome fellow. His legs. He was well spoken. Even, even when he was vice leg, president, John. he was well spoken. He, um, I mean, compared to how he is now, it's it's night and day. I mean, Biden, you're just being dishonest. If you Biden think. is embarrassing. Trump is embarrassing. Not, so Even know. 2020 Most to people it's night and day. Most yeah, of the people, people in our government. can't get away from the phenomenon. Yeah, the rednecks. The MAGA. MAGA. Which is the entire yeah. Republican Party, pretty much. Really? The entire Republican Party? <laughs> Over half of the yes. Okay. I want Nancy Pelosi. How would you identify president? politically, Dylan? Socially liberal, fiscally conservative. National Socialist, not really. <laughs> uh, Wait, what was wrong? What you said that in a, a sort yeah, of well, demeaning just way? Like, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, I. I uh, What's I, wrong with being socially liberal? I, I just disagree. Wait with a that. minute, I, hold I on. Find it, I find it really annoying when people this say that. This isn't fair. This isn't fair. Okay, you know we've been attacking Dylan this whole time, and we haven't even opened the box. On- right. What are you getting at here? Anyway, uh, I'm trying to understand. The cool evolution of your political ideals, and I'm not trying to be rude. My parents, you know, I'm white. Um, but what? So you're? <laughs> I don't know where this, this is going. Is a, uh, you're, this is a you're really weird lot of questioning. You're conservative, correct? Yes. You're a registered Republican. I'm actually registered independent. Um, wow. Smart. smart. Although, well, um, like you, Brad. You know, I am it's conservative in my political views. But in a primary. It's not smart. <laughs> that's what I, I no, but told he has him a political that. future ahead of him because he's an independent right now. That's what I told him. I said, I want You're to a Republican at age 20. What I if told you want to run as a Democrat? I don't I, like the Republican Party. I think they're uh, a lot of them are cowards. They uh, sell out their voters. Um, so I, I don't identify as a Republican. I love Trump, though. Um, that's interesting. See, everybody's. You know, you can't. John, I mean, Dylan likes to put everybody in a box. You can't put in everybody in a box. Everybody's so different. Put I don't anybody love, in a box. I don't love. Yeah, I used to you work put a for lot of Trump ideas campaign. in the box. You assume a lot, but we're not trying to attack anybody. 
I'm, you know, I'm a registered Republican. However, socially, I am liberal about certain ideals. Why are you shaking your head? What's wrong with that? Well, I mean, I just disagree. That's why. That's why I kind of said it. In a, so why do you, why do you put a negative connotation behind being someone saying they're socially? Liberal? Oh, I mean, you could have that opinion. I just disagree with it. Um, in what way? And if you're a registered Republican, I mean, Republicans. I guess Republicans have certainly shifted um, more socially liberal over the last decade or so. But on issues like what? Um, gay marriage. Um, do you even, disagree with gay marriage? I do. Yeah. <laughs> what? Dude, Barack Obama was against it running in 2008. The main, mainstream Democrats, do you, do you, moderate Democrats were t- against it 10 years ago. Is it a theological position ago. that makes you... Yes, I mean, yes and sure, like that's part of it. And as well as I think you can make a secular argument against it as well. Do you believe in God? Just based on the uh, <laughs> definition of marriage. So, do you? Do you? I asked you first. Oh, we're turning, this is a religious podcast now. You know, I mean, it's yeah, a religious we can go into theology. I can... <laughs> Um, I could Bible y'all up. So, what are you? I like because I like to know. I like to get to know people. What are you the most conservative about in terms of like I guess a, a certain topic? And what are you the most? I guess you would say quotation liberal about um, or progressive. I think about it. Um, I used to be like uh, John. I used to be like more libertarian type. Um, I, w- I was all about small government, um, but now I actually kind of shifted on that. I, I, I see a I see a benefit in. You know, regulation and a bigger government. I just think that the people in government should agree with me, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I think that if we get somebody in power who um, you know has has like a will um, and can get stuff done efficiently, as um, a moral compass. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's how the left thinks. By the way, the right says, "Oh, we just need to uh, limit the government and you know decentralize." And the left says, oh, "We need to get as much power as we can and dominate our opponents." That's why they win. So I think the right should start thinking, should start thinking like that more. Yeah, I was talking to my friend, and I, I said, um, you know, Republicans. It seems like within the last decade or so, Republicans are all about destroying things, taking away things. Yeah. Um, I de- and that's why I left Trump. Disrupting the establishment. Whereas yeah. Democrats, they have good they intentions. Have a vision. Exactly. They have good intentions in that they want to help people. But yeah. I disagree <laughs> with the way that they want to. Exactly. I, I totally agree with that. Um, the left actually has a vision. Like, they are positive, you know, propositionally positive in the way they talk. Republicans, they are not, like, they don't have a vision. They're very, like, um, other, aside from Trump. That's why I think Trump is great. He has a vision. Um, he, he kind of, you know, spoke to the imagination of the American people. Um, it's disheartening know. that, like, Trump, Trump doesn't really have a vision, though. But Trump, sure. Trump is not which he I mean, spoke in a way that was like visionary, whereas you have the other Republicans are very like, no, Trump, oh, we need to lower taxes. I, we Trump need to make just incremental makes stuff change. up to make a crowd happy. He's, he's sure. not. He sure, but it's, it's any, directionally like, correct. I think the right should move more in that direction of looking to the future um, and actually having like a long term vision aside from being like, oh, we just need to limit government and lower taxes. I think Trump is very good at appealing the masses and the masses i mean the party that he represents donald trump before he got into politics i mean he was socially you know, he was liberal on most he's still socially liberal he was the first mm-hmm. president to be pro gay marriage um yeah That's right true. so you know he's not your typical i guess pseudo republican if you look at it from a historical context but you know i i think that in some ways i think trump is very smart in the way i think the way he um, presented his election campaign in 2016. I think it was genius. I think absolutely. I think he contacted a group of people who, um, in the past, have not been represented, which yeah. is blue collar um, Republicans. Yeah, which because um, before blue collars tended to be pro union. Right. Pro, he flipped a lot voted, of the Obama voters. They voted Democrat. Yeah, right. he flipped a lot of the people who voted for my Obama. Th- my thing and my problem with Trump is that he's not a statesman. You know, he's not like yeah. a Kennedy. He's not, he's not like Obama. Obama was, even though I disagree with a lot of his policies, Obama was very eloquent and he was good at, you know, he was a good rhetorical speaker. He was good, you know. Trump is not that. Trump just gets up there and rambles, but and well, he's, not a, he's not a good representative of the United States because he's so, and I say this, he is just, he is I think divisive. He's the perfect representative of the United States, as in he is a chaotic. It worked. Who, Foreign policy-wise, it worked. And he's a chaotic person who has no, doesn't have many brain cells to rub together. Well, people were afraid of him because he was so 
you know, they didn't know what he was going to do. You never knew. You, you could not predict what was going to come out of his mouth. And that's and that's kind of the same way he acted. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Trump threatened to nuke Putin personally. Somebody told me that Trump Wrong is a good president, Putin. and he would be a, a better president if he was surrounded by a bunch of very smart people, which he was. But then he goes and fires. Yeah, he, every, he, he fires was, everybody. His cabinet. He was, was surrounded by neocons yes. and establishment until, people. He until until towards the end. Yeah, but, till, but then he fired everybody. Yeah, because he realized they were working against him. It was a bunch of neocons and establishment that wanted more war, and yes. they lied to him constantly. Well, Kushner he needs, was well, obviously he needs terrible. Smart people that not necessarily those people. I'm just saying he needs smart people around him. People that you know I <laughs> agree with. Or, he needs loyalists. He needs people that are going to make sure that he's not surrounded by these people with uh, nefarious know. intentions. Um, but I agree with you that I mean, Trump ran a genius campaign. Um, he's clearly a master at like optics and presentation. I mean, he was on—he was a reality TV star. He understands like the—he's he's very, he's very TV. He's yeah, appealing. He's, he's charismatic, and um, unless pe- and he's appealing to the people who like him, obviously. But he's hated by—he's very divisive. He's very sure. hated by the people that dislike him. Yeah, but that's kind of like if you're coming from it from a perspective. From the perspective of a conservative, you kind of want somebody who's a fighter who's going to be divisive because otherwise these other people, they're a lot more easily controlled and they're not really going to deliver the victory. Um, and he's up against a lot of big forces, so it's kind of needed. All right, Evan, how do you feel about Trump's response to COVID? Um, it's, I'm kind of a mixed bag on that. Um, it's difficult. Um, I, I have some sympathy in the sense that, you know, no one really knew what to do at first. Um, I don't like how he pushes and continues to like boast about the vaccine. Um, but at the same time, you know, he did leave it up to the states. Um, I don't like how he, he kind of he, he could have done more about Fauci as it went on. Um, all in all, I would say he did an okay job. Could have been better. All right. What about you? What do you think? I think he did a horrible job from the beginning. <laughs> I think he should have left everything open and let the. He did close the border. I mean, I don't. What, I, what more? You don't. You don't like Operation Warp Speed. I don't, I I don't yeah. like Operation Warp Speed, even though I have three. Even though I'm pretty sure you were you were one of the first people was, to receive the vaccine that was I can, under I was 18. First, I was the first person. I was one of the first people under the age of 18 to get vaccinated. But this I got is why the way he is. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, I've got three of the shots in me right now. <laughs> Are you vaccinated, Dylan? You probably don't get the flu shot. You sick bastard. I'm vaccinated with everything. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, yes, I, I was vaccinated. Oh, yeah, you had sure to was, because your sure heart, was. yeah. Oh, yeah, you had to say that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. To be impartial, I think that Trump, I think the pandemic happened, I mean... He closed things at a time when we were still uncertain about what was going to happen. So I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't fault him for that. I think, really, I fault Biden for not opening things up sooner. I think it was, I think it was appropriate to maybe shut everything down for a month mm-hmm. or two months. But and the governors I mean, who were totally our governor, yeah, like Andy Bashir's We should really focus on like Andy Bashir or our local government. After response. two months, we should have realized that COVID was just a flu. And gotten on with it. Instead, we stayed closed all the way up until the election. God, it wasn't just a flu. It was not just a flu, John. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. It was just not the most people. Maybe to most people, most people, a lot of people, a a lot of people, two people with it was death with comorbidities and old people. Yes, it was bad, and they should have been allowed to get the vaccine, or they should have had, uh, they should have been able to work from home or had government aid. There's no reason why our schools should have been closed. There's as no long reason as they were. that a young person should be sitting at home instead of going to work and collecting a paycheck from the government. Right. Give me one second. I'm going to finish looking this up and then I'll be able to. some statistics uh, here. Yeah. Okay. Um, what did you think about vaccine mandates? I'm totally Evan. against it. I think it was ridiculous from the very beginning. Um, I mean, in like major cities, you couldn't even go into like certain restaurants without the, without the vaccine. You couldn't go into Starbucks without being vaccinated. Right. I think now I'm glad that a lot of that's gone. Um, there was just so much it, hypocrisy. Like it's absolutely yeah, it's totally outrageous that you know military required it. Um, many people had to get it for their job, um, and we know now that the vaccine. I mean, it's just not what they sold it as. Um, 
you know, at first I said that breakthrough cases, which means that when you get the vaccine, you're gonna you're gonna get infected. They said that was gonna be very very rare. Um, and now, I mean, how many people do you know who've gotten the vaccine and got COVID since? Like you see it all the time. So that's what they don't it's just tell you. That's how you get as COVID. As they said. <laughs> Dylan, are you about to say that? <laughs> yeah, COVID yeah. kills yeah. more people than the flu. And then, yes. Well, hold on, hold on, sure. hold on, hold sure. on, hold on. I didn't even get to say what I wanted to say. Go ahead. Yeah. So. Uh, you look up annual flu deaths. This comes from the CDC. They're, they you can they can Hold be trusted. I'm saying, I'm saying Hold I, I, on. yeah, uh, sure. COVID oh killed uh, more you people. You trust Donald than the Trump flu. as the president, but you wouldn't trust the CDC. <laughs> I, I don't trust the CDC, but um, I never said that. Let me either. let me finish my point. Okay, go. Between 2010 and 2022, how many years is that? Twelve. Twelve. Twelve years. Why'd you point at him? I said it first. Twelve years. Probably 2010 would be the time that you were hitting puberty, right, John? He never sure. hit puberty. Oh, okay. Anyways, anyways, uh, fifty-two thousand deaths from the flu over uh, over a decade. <laughs> two years of COVID in America. <laughs> One point two million deaths in Dylan, two years. Dylan, do you think it's conspic- at least conspicuous that when that when um, okay, but in the winter there were COVID was was at, like by far the worst. That flu deaths were at an all time low. Very few uh, flu deaths. Do you think there's anything at least conspicuous about that? Is there any? Wait, is there anything inconspicuous? Conspicuous from- about the fact that flu deaths were extremely low at the same time that COVID deaths were were very high. Do you think there's any? Um, okay, so those COVID deaths were high around there? probably 2020, 2021, and the flu numbers were at an all-time low at that time. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we're talking about an entire decade, okay, yeah, not th- just two those years. Were, flu deaths were low then because of the precautions taken for COVID. That's the narrative. I don't know what your point but, is. That's the narrative. So, no, that's—I that's, that's, think that's true. None but, of you all are physicians. Well, it it's, might be true, but there's there there are variables for that. There are cases where people have died in, like, motorcycle accidents or from gunshot right. wounds and that they had, had, and they had COVID. And I don't understand what y'all deaths. are saying. Sure, no, so, so COVID deaths were inflated— by Our people. numbers altered. People he just died. Said it. Yeah. People we'll, died not from COVID, but with COVID, and were counted as COVID deaths. Oh my God, John! I have had two open heart surgeries. You know what they told me after I had my first open heart okay, surgery? That, that, okay, that if you I had got AIDS? COVID, no, they that, didn't, John. You? But some dude did tell you that a B does, and <laughs> they got up in your face, and you didn't say anything. So why don't we talk about? Anyways. So Dylan, you have a comorbidity. Most people don't. Most people are not affected. Obviously, there's the same a lot, way. There, but there's people in America that okay. And are, I have you said the same shape as me, not the same shape, but you know the same <laughs> health problems. So, most people are not like that. So you don't have to shut down the entire economy. How many people in America have health problems. A lot, but you don't ha- you have you don't have to shut down the entire economy for some people. You can you can have them go home. COVID do work killed from a million home. people in two years. Okay. okay. Yeah, I get that. The flu killed 50,000 people in 12 years, which you don't, still you, I don't understand why you're saying the thing about flu deaths being at an all-time low, but in a two-year period, what does that have to do with the 12 years of the flu deaths being at like 50,000? What I'm getting at is that the COVID numbers were clearly inflated. Um, to why what you extent, think- you, can, you can argue about that, but um, you know, okay. they counted any—you know, you could have had any sort of condition and died, and then if you test positive for COVID, um, they counted that as a— as a COVID death. You also had cases with COVID of people being shipped into nursing homes where people are at risk um, of COVID, of dying of COVID. People with COVID were sent to nursing homes, which spread the virus to people that were at risk. Yeah. If Some you shut, spreads. if you shut down, if you shut down for people that were at risk of dying and left the economy open for everyone else, we would be better off now. And people said that as early as April, that people under the age— So what are the real numbers of COVID killing somebody? What are those numbers? What do they look like? No one knows. We don't have data. Yeah, we don't could have a prediction. Y'all obviously are downplaying COVID this much. How many deaths do you think were actually as a direct result of COVID? So probably half. I'd say 75. I'd say 75% of the number you threw out. Uh, yeah. I I think no one died of COVID if they did the not have a comorbidity. Seventy-five percent of the number. What's seventy-five percent of one point two million? You're the math whiz. No, he's not. <laughs> he is far. Seventy-five percent of one point two million. 
It's like 850,000. That's still way more lethal than flu in the past 12 years. Okay, it who, was a who, pandemic. I'm not disagreeing with you. It was yeah, who was it pandemic. lethal to? And what? it wasn't lethal to young people, young healthy people. Young healthy people could have continued to Weren't go to work. a couple of strains that were especially deadly to young people, very young no. people, like infants? No. You remember hearing that? Random people, like... May of 2020 of no, young I'm, people dying in hospitals. You're more of a risk COVID. to young children than the pandemic was. You all are <laughs> a risk to public office, except maybe Evan. He has some. He he's making. He's not. He's not contradicting. See how beautiful this is. We when we came in here, you thought y'all two were gonna have the most um, um, sparring. Sparring. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to think of a more eloquent. Dylan's word, my friend. Yeah. Dylan's a good though. guy. Everybody's he has friends. good intentions for sure. Everybody's friend. We're all good buddies. Yeah. So how how many people died of COVID again? 1.2 million. 1.2 million. So under the age of 20, only 17,000 people died. How many of which had uh, okay. comorbidities? Uh, I'm just looking at this right here. I don't know. The vast majority. Vast majority, most likely, yeah. The point is people still 53% of those were between the ages of 10 were and 19. For people under 18. In some cases, and just younger, healthy people in general. Why are we discriminating based on age? Why are we discriminating because a political that, point based on because age? That matters. Because that matters with a disease that affects if old and unhealthy people. Look up all the age groups. It matters, Brayden. It yeah, matters. I don't know. I don't, John, I don't Do you agree that younger people are healthier than old people? We need to. All right, let's change topics. Yeah, because you can't handle the topic, Brayden. No, because you're a moron, and none of us are physicians. I'm the moron. I've literally sat here. Oh, my God. I have sat here. I have proven my point that COVID-19 is more deadly than the flu, okay. first of all. Second of all, I brought up all these points about here, where's so my Dylan, where's do you think at? school should have been closed for COVID? Uh, which section was it? Memory of, of here, wait. How many Donald f- Trump. Can you go back on your—can you repeat your flu numbers? Because I think you're wrong about—you said 12 years. It was only like 15,000? So— uh, 50,000. 50. Yeah, I think that was the number. 1,600 people died between the ages of 0 and 17. 7,000 died between the ages of 18 and 29. 20,000 died between the ages of 30 and 39. 46,000 died between the ages of 40 and 50. So uh, that number is already with the amount of with the amount of people you've already listed and you what's the highest age you've gotten to? 50. Yeah, 50. but <laughs> Dylan, by the way, your flu numbers are totally wrong. Okay. Like just completely hold on, hold wrong. on. I, I quoted the CDC. Evan, what numbers did you? Okay, so I'm. These are um, these are deaths per year. So 2010, 2011, 37,000. Wait, are we talking about COVID or flu deaths? 2012 to 2013. We're talking about influenza deaths. Okay, so flu, 43,000 in 2012, 2013. The following year, 38,000. Following year, 51,000. So we're looking at. You looked at one year. 300, 400,000 no, plus. So I mean, the flu is comparable to COVID. I looked up annual flu deaths, and it says, while the effects of flu varies, you would know because you always get the flu and you have a terrible immune system. I've, I haven't gotten the flu since I was like seven, first of all. The CDC estimates that flu has resulted in 9.4, 9.4 million to 41 million illnesses. Deaths, okay, so you can't even read. So it says annually. <laughs> it says annually, not between— no. <laughs> it's yeah. I was it does about say to say that. Oh, it says yeah, annually. Yeah, okay, I read it wrong. Over I read it wrong. Years. You, said, <laughs> you said you said let me prove you wrong, and you said there are how many deaths annually? You said like annually. There's no way. Yeah. And, hey, Dylan, okay, but even if that's Dylan, hard, just for on. reference, I know you're not a political science student, but annually does mean per year. So just to keep that in the back. First of, mind. of all, my political <laughs> science. Okay. <laughs> so annually, okay, so that's fifty-two thousand times. We can move past this. This is. I don't know how Do we, we have any COVID. more things still to talk about? Still not as high as COVID. Before still not as high as COVID. So we have, point is still valid. Uh, before we wrap up, maybe your Cran bill. Foreign policy. Foreign policy, if we want to talk about that. No, that's gonna get, it's not going to be heard in the House, so there's not really a point in It might be. Uh, interesting. Mike Johnson has talked over. about uh, putting the new one up for vote. It is just Ukraine and border without Israel. <laughs> I don't think we should be funding any of it. <laughs> not the border? No, the border, yes. The border with the bill they passed. Wait, so what are they going to take out? You, I didn't. I, to be honest, I really wasn't listening when you just said that. Uh, the new one they took out Israel, and they're uh, doing basically the same thing with the border, where they well, let eighty five hundred people in a year or a day, and then uh, just eighty five hundred a day. Yes, just eighty five hundred a day. Eighty five hundred a day before they close the border. I don't get it. Why even allow anyone to come in? I don't get it. 
I mean, I guess there's a legal precedent that's set somewhere, but like, well, if you if you want to go into the why, it strays into conspiracy theory, which we don't know. Like there, that is a essential question: is why is our? I mean, we talked about the economic benefits from, you know, the one percenters, but why is our government just just keeping allowing this? Great replacement theory. It's the one I, I work with. Let's uh, go. <laughs> they want a stable voting base for Democrats. See, oh, you th- you think the you think the yeah they've talked about they've talked about amni- uh, giving everyone that's already here amnesty and every if they give everyone that's already here amnesty and citizenship, then they have a stable voting base of you say eight million in the last three years. Once Texas goes blue, it's over for Republicans. Yeah, I've heard it's yeah. going to be a one party state. Theory. And but. even if they don't give them amnesty, they're counted in the census, which gives blue uh, states more representatives. I don't know. Could be a it could be a combination of everything that we've talked about, but or you can listen to the people in the view, and they want them to come as slave labor. <laughs> Which, like you know, what, I, I, I could use see, another gardener. <laughs> there was a story in uh, Massachusetts over over this week where a lady's like, "Yeah, I invited uh, this family into my house. She cooks for me. She cleans for me. She does all the housework. Oh my god! Just to live here, and I pay her two fifty an hour. No, she doesn't pay her anything. She didn't pay her. No, she just lives there. It's okay, literally so it's, slavery. So it's yeah, it's chattel slavery, essentially. Yes. Okay. Well, so what we found out today is that Dylan is obviously a genius. I appreciate you for coming back on. I am a genius. On. I've literally disproved you on everything that you've brought up today. You know what, Brayden? Take this as a defeat. Take it as a giant KO symbol across your field of view because I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm the one who came here with four Dylan, it's always facts. a pleasure. And uh, Evan, thank you for coming on. Um, thank you for having me. No, we could also know. Have, have you seen this chart of... Uh, he just acts like he runs the show. Have you seen this chart of inflation? What are you about to say so, about inflation? So, so yeah, it's three point eight percent right now. Where did Biden Biden took over here? Oh, yeah. Where where did inflation go? But why is why is there inflation, John? All right, and we're gonna talk about that on the next <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All teaser. right, everybody have a good night. Thanks.